Good evening, afternoon, afternoon, everyone. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and time for Mystery Group Discussion Group. And today is the 30th of April. I'm Ann Parsons, your facilitator. And we are discussing Suspect by... Is it James? I think it's James Robotten. Um, or at least that is how the, the reader pronounces his name, as Robotten. So um, with that, I will ask you all to tell me what you think. And did you like the book? Did you not like the book? And Why? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I think I was the one that somebody had recommended this to me. I hadn't read it, but uh, I thought, well, I need to start chipping away at my my waiting list is, is get to, or my wish list is getting to be so long. I, I've got to start reading book and, and book groups. All these books that folks are reckoning to me, uh, or if I'm ever going to get to all of them. So, uh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I it, it, I've read two or three since then. So I, I'm gonna I've forgotten some of the characters' names, but I. I, I a couple of things I liked about it. I, I liked the, the I liked the the British setting. I thought the guy did a, uh, was a, was a good narrator, and I, I liked the fact that the character was. Flaw- I mean, I liked the fact that the character had uh, Parkinson's disease, and I, I thought they. I mean, the guy was obviously smart, and he was an intelligent, and I liked the uh, the, uh, the the psychological uh, aspect of you know of uh, you know his his trait and craft was. Uh, he I think he was a good psychologist, and I, and I liked the way. Uh, he, it was all tied in, into that. And, uh, I thought it had, I thought it had a good mystery. I, uh, I, I, I wondered about whether the, uh, uh, I can't, see, I can't even remember the, the, you know, the main guys that they were, uh, casting, uh, uh, doubts on that, that, you know, that, that he was, that he was counseling. I can't even remember his name, but uh, I wondered whether he just seemed a little too, too convenient all the way through. But I, but I, I didn't figure out the brother and stuff. But uh, 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 I, like I said, I, I enjoyed the book, and I'm, I apologize; it'll start coming to me as I hear y'all talking about it, and I hear some of the names and stuff. But uh, I, I thought I thought it was good, and uh, and I, I think I might read more in the series. So thanks. Well, <clears throat> I'm. When I first started reading the book, I was just totally, I don't know, I felt acutely uncomfortable reading, listening to the book. It just really got to me, and I'm not sure exactly what about it did that, because there wasn't anything other than just that whole expectation. It's almost like looking at it from the perspective of the reader, you could see that he was digging the main guy, you could see he was basically digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole. And you could see that he was making stupid choices to make him do that. And that just, it it really did contribute to the suspense. And I'm not crazy about suspense, so maybe that's part of what was going on. But in the long run, I thought it was an excellent book. And there even were some really pleasantly humorous places in the book and I liked it a lot I really liked this book too Um, it was so weird because when I started reading this book I said to myself self 
I think we've read this book before. Um, the name Michael, or I forget his first name, but Robottom was very familiar, and the text was very familiar to me. But as I went through, I don't think I have read this book before. Um, to me, it was full of suspense. Um, it was scary at some parts. Um, it's the kind of a book that I really usually do like. Really my kind of book. Um, but I did not... I never thought... I mean, I for this last week, I'd been so kind of messed up that I never connected um, this guy DJ with Bobby and so never so therefore I never thought that, that Bobby did it had I been in, in a better mood when I did most of the reading I would have probably figured it out but uh, but I finished it today and I thought it was it was well written and in that suspense suspense thing that I love I found it um, my kind of a book well I read into three chapters and then gave up um, I just couldn't connect with the characters uh, and I'm get, I'm I don't really like these suspense books anymore as much as I used to. I like either straight mystery or oh I I've been reading a lot of cozy stuff lately cuz I'm just really down and I don't like reading books about murders and such not unless they they have a lot of humor in them so I kind of gave up on this book. Well, I really like this book. I did start out thinking, oh, God, I've got to read this book for mystery. And and I thought, oh, do I really want to read something about some guy with Parkinson's di- disease and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I, I started reading, but the thing was that the longer I read, the more interesting it became. And... Um, by the time I was done, I mean, it was really something else. I mean, you know, uh, I, I did, the, the main character grew on me. Um, God, I just finished the book yesterday and I don't remember his name. Um, but he grew on me. I, I really, um, began to see why he made the dumb decisions that he made. And um, I, th- I thought that that policeman. Um, I really thought that, he, well, not that he wasn't intelligent, but that he allowed his prejudices to get in the way of his his uh, ability to keep an open mind, because he was absolutely sure that that. Uh, you know the the main guy. Oh, what is his name? But anyway, never mind. That the the main character was 
suspect. And, you know, because of all this circumstantial evidence, and yet, you know, he didn't he didn't analyze the the main guy's character or anything. He just was absolutely sure that he had done it because of all the circumstantial evidence, and um, uh, it was it was fascinating. And I liked the the psychological stuff and the description of the the. Uh, criminal, you know, Bobby and and his psychological problems and so forth and and uh what uh you know how how the the psychologist was analyzing him and so forth and you could see that he was right that that this guy not only had uh the opportunity but he also had motive. Um you know the thing about the the psychologist was that he had the opportunity, but he didn't have motive. There was no motive there. So you know, I was like, and I kept saying, "Policeman, what is your problem? You know, get with the program." You know, I wanted to I wanted to knock him upside of the head and say, "You're not you're not uh, you're not paying attention. You're not doing your job." You're just being a dork, but anyway. <laughs> so, but I did like the book. I really did. Yeah, I think the problem with the police is, is the problem. Now, I, I don't know if the, I assume this probably happens in real life too, but it happens in books an awful lot. It's what they call confirmation bias. You know, they get it fixed in their heads that it's so and so is the guilty party, and. The, and then they go about trying to, to to confirm what they already believe to be true, and they, and they overlook a lot of stuff. So the 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 cop was bad about that in this. I, I, although I did, they did seem to be kind of establishing. I suspect in in in, in other series and you know the books in this series that 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 cop and and that psychologist are going, are going to start working together and stuff because they they started getting closer. As the book kind of wound down, you could kind of you could kind of feel it. So and I, I really liked that part of it. I really liked the the, the human touches that they had between uh, the psychologist and his wife and his daughter, uh, especially the part with his father. His father pulled through in the end and really helped him out and stuff. And uh, uh, I, I, I don't really like that that personal touch when when it really gets into the the human relations aspects of this stuff because I really think that makes a makes a good book. And I thought. Uh, I thought uh, Michael Robotin did a real good job showing that too, and, and serving us up a good a good mystery all all at the same time. So uh, th- those those were some of the things I, that I especially enjoyed about it. Well, um, I I really really agree with you, Alan, and um, I thought the characterizations were very clear. And um, what was I going to say? Uh, I think that Ruiz kind of had a love-hate relationship with uh, the psychologist, Ruiz being the policeman. I remembered a couple names, Ray. Um, he, he just, he wanted to get the case handled, the case closed. And so he made this, this, this decision 
to pin it all on the psychologist. And then he could get it all wrapped up and put away. And the psychologist was pretty shrewd. And he found out about all the abuse that Bobby had gone through. But in the end, Bobby couldn't kill him. And, I mean, he had, he cut his lip with the, the knife and he was about to garrote him, but he couldn't do it. So, um, I think it showed in a way that, that Bobby, although he had been terribly abused, um, when it came to the end, he couldn't kill anybody even though he had this hatred for his mother and everything. But um, I really liked the book, and I, I, I was on the edge of my seat, and I love books like that. I thought of several thoughts that I have, actually. Um, first of all, I, I found it very interesting to have the perspective of it being a British mystery and the interaction between the guy who is the psychologist and everybody, and especially like his, in his treatments and stuff, that's kind of different from most therapists I've ever been to. Um, and I thought that was fascinating because I didn't think it came off as being ineffective or anything like that. It was just different. And that was fascinating. makes me wonder if there's just sort of maybe a different style or something about British therapists. Um, I liked the way that uh, at the beginning when he's talking when he's talking to the prostitute group and and then he talks to the guy who is the, the Ruiz guy that's the, the cop that comes in when when he does that and he basically does a sort of Sherlock Holmesian kind of analysis of who he is and what he's been doing, I liked, I, th- I thought that was a particularly interesting thing. And then it was kind of, I find that a kind of a delightful thing in a mystery anyway, is for somebody to be that acute about observation of people. So I loved that. Um, but I think that one of the reasons that Reese was so um, there was bias there for him as far as the therapist is concerned, but I don't I, I didn't really think that was too bad on his part simply because the the Bobby Moran Morgan guy was actually doing such a good job of fooling everybody that unless you were already looking for reasons why it wasn't going to be the right way, that that there were tricks to what was going on, that you would never have actually found anything. So I didn't, that, that sort of in the long run seemed to me to be reasonable people could differ about the interpretation of that stuff and at the point where um, the therapist actually said well look at these things and gave him some hints about what was going on he did find out and he did figure out just like 
you know, he was able to follow through and find that whole path of all those people that he killed. So I thought it was really well done. Um, I think that all, one last thing is that I was wondering how they were going to get a reconciliation between Maurice and the therapist guy and between the therapist guy and his dad and his family in general because they were, I mean, he just had dug himself into such an incredible hole. And I was thinking, well, there's just no way you can do this and it be believable. And yet it was a fantastic. I thought that the way that he handled bringing all that stuff together at the end of the book was really masterful. And if I'm not mistaken, this is either his first book or certainly it's the first book about the, ser- about the series with this guy in it. Um, I started reading a second book in that series, which I think is called, I don't remember. In fact, I think it's the one that was actually um, the one that we first said we would read. But it's actually like the third or fourth book in the series. So I'm glad we went on and read the one that we did. Well, as I told you, um, this, this author was very familiar to me. And I don't know if he wrote a book called Shattered, which was really, 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 really good. Um, because I remembered the wife... Julianne, and I remembered the psychologist, but I didn't really remember what it was about. And because it was so familiar, as I said, I thought I read this, but I hadn't read it. And it's weird, because, I mean, that's not a very, I mean, I've never heard of anybody named Robotum, except that I thought I read this other book by him. So, I wonder if he wrote a book called Shattered. Yeah, I, I, I like that scene that Deb referenced too when when he uh, when, when he did the little Sherlock Holmes thing when he first met Ruiz, uh, and, and that, I think that that was at least the way the story was written. That, that kind of put, I think that kind of unbalanced Ruiz, Ruiz a little bit uh, toward the Doctor because uh, I mean he, he he nailed him. I mean yeah he he asked him to tell him about him and, and he did. And he got a lot of it right, and so uh, I, I think <laughs> he felt like he had to do a little one-upmanship, you know, going forward with the thing. So that 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 was an excellent scene, and I also thought uh, uh, I, I also liked the way uh, uh, Robotum uh, uh, wove his his doctor friend into it. I mean, he was a real. He was a real jerk and stuff, but uh, uh, for a while you weren't sure, you know, if maybe he had a hand in some of the stuff. But uh, uh, I, I thought he just did a real good job of bringing the various characters together, like like like's been said, and and and, and tying it all down and stuff. Uh, and it kept the story interesting and uh, uh, until the end, and uh, 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 very very well done. That book Shattered is actually by the same guy too. In fact, that's the one that I had I had downloaded that book, and so I had it on my phone, and I thought, well, I'll just start reading this second book, and I decided I had enough of Mr. Psychologist for one sitting, so I ended up going on to something else, but I'll probably go back to it here pretty soon. Um, yeah, in that other book, the 
the thing, the sort of first thing is, you remember at the beginning of the first book, at the, of the one we read, he's talking this kid down off of a ledge. And in the beginning of this this shattered book, he's he ends up going to the scene where a woman is going to jump off of a bridge and bath. And she ends up falling to her death, or jumping to her death. And so, but that's a really similar parallel to exactly the beginning of the first book. That probably is part of the reason that you were kind of confused about it, Johnny. Oh, well, I'm so glad that I wasn't, uh, I'm so glad that there, that he did write a book that was called Shattered and that I read it and that this was a different book because it was the beginnings were so alike. And, but now as you're, you're saying, uh, uh, you're mentioning it, that I, uh, now I remember that the woman fell to her death. And that was very good. Has he written any more? I'm sorry. I took a nap and I missed the time. May I comment on the book after this, the next person's done? Yes, you may. And uh, good good afternoon to you. And uh, happy spring. I read the book uh, with great uh, zeal to finish today and just closed my eyes for a second and woke up and looked at the time. I liked the book. It was a psychological, you know, book. Um, uh, Ruiz was a bulldog, you, you know, O'Lafferty or whatever the guys know. O'Laughlin, you did it, you did it. Um, I didn't see where DJ came into it till the end. He was worse than Bobby, I guess. And it was, a, a, you know, it was a psychological book. The reader was excellent. Um, it was a mystery. I didn't, you know, I, it pointed all at Bobby. I thought he did it, but then DJ comes into the action and, you know, it, it was wrapped up with, uh, and then you have the issue of Parkinson's, uh, all that in there. I thought it was a well-written book and I enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. Well, um, nice to have you here, Bob. And, and believe me, I understand that kind of thing. Um, you know, I've been known to sit down on the couch and turn on a book and the next thing I know it's four hours later or whatever you know it's a shit so I I I know how that goes but um, just a couple of comments for me here um I really did uh, uh, I it was it was interesting to learn about Parkinson's and uh, I, I don't, I still don't know very much about Parkinson's, but it was interesting that uh, O'Loughlin had had that uh, as part of his characteristics. It it made him interesting. So um, I kind of liked that. Uh, at first, I wasn't sure I would, uh, but you know, he he virtually overcame it and um, you know all that but boy he was a, a you know uh, a tenacious when it came to trying to figure out who had done this and you know well of course obviously he wants to prove that he didn't do it but um, and as far as the reunion of the the father I thought that was well done um, 
and uh, you know, I I I thought that was great. That was that was particularly well done, and uh, you know, and and the whole bit with the wife and the so forth. I suppose you know you've got to have conflict and all that kind of stuff, but you know, I. Oh, she was, I I guess I didn't like her very well, um, because she got upset with him because he slipped and made a mistake, and and yet at the same time, she made a mistake, she made mistakes too, so, you know, I, I am glad that they did get back together, but it, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, no, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Um, but but for the most part, I really did enjoy the book. I really did, and uh, I'm glad I read it and and everything all like that. Any uh, any other comments? I was going to thank Bob for giving us the guy's name. It, it's uh, O'Loughlin's his last name, and Joseph is his first name. And there's nine books that Bard has uh, in this series. So uh, if y'all are interested in, in poking around, you know, you can you can open up the. Uh, you can look up suspect and, and and click on it and and find the series link and get get all of them. They list them in order and stuff. So apparently, a variety of people narrate them. I'm not sure the guy that narrated suspect narrates any more of them, but uh, there are nine of them out there if I counted right. So there you go. Well, let me since you brought up a little more here. Julianne, no, was not one of my favorites. I guess she was mainly angry because he wouldn't open up with her. With the you know he was a hero with Parkinson's. I won't talk about it. You know I, this is my battle, uh, and maybe he should have talked to her. But when she slapped him and drove him to his knees, and this is a sick man. This guy, you know, most of us would at least. I haven't been slapped by my wife lately, but I'd grab her arms and say, "Take it easy." You know, you did it. Okay, that's it. Calm down. Deep breath. Elisa, I don't know that. You know. <laughs> The moral bar is interesting. He he had uh, he was told by Jacques, who's kind of creepy, but I guess a best friend. But he was he liked Julie, as you know, the doctor. You got Parkinson's. Julie was in Spanish class somewhere, and he goes to Elisa, of course, a former prostitute, but she wasn't one then. She got out of prison, and was really and and they talked and talked and whatever happened happened. That you know doesn't mean he doesn't love Julianne. Uh, but uh, she made mistakes too by having Jock at her home and oh protect me and and Jock said I love her and I'm I'm ready to, to you know so that was kind of uh, but they got together you're right and uh, you know he says tomorrow's another day I can deal with this Parkinson's now wherever it takes me I don't know if he's a hero in the other eight books or he lives that long I'm not sure yeah I'm pretty sure I mean I, I think the Joseph. O'Loughlin is considered to be the series, so I'm assuming he's in all of them. Hopefully they don't kill him off. That'd be unusual. Well, that one that I was talking about is, I think, the third or fourth in the series. There's at least, there's at least, I believe there are two between the first one and this one, and like the pregnancy that is um, made evident at toward the end of the, this book is the second daughter that's in the the book shattered so 
presumably that continues on. But I, I'm wondering about the Ruiz guy because I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing when I went through some stuff the other day, I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing his name as like a whatever his name is, Ruiz Mumbledy Mumble and so and so, so and so book. So there must be others that have both of them in it. Yeah, Shatter's the fourth one in the, in the series. Yeah, yeah, Ruiz, yeah, I, that's interesting. Will he continue chasing him through each book? That would be a little boring after a while. I think he's got to take, and the Parkinson's, how the author deals with it through the nine books, isn't going to be interesting. Or when he got it, maybe, maybe then, the, what suspect, the second book was it? Maybe the book before, nobody even mentions it, and he lives a normal life, and then Parkinson's, and then how they're going to handle that in future books, I don't know. No, I think Suspect is the first book in it in the series, isn't it? <clears throat> okay, Joni, then I guess it, we'll... In the other books, and they're going to deal with it somehow because it leads to to death. But we all die in some way, I guess. Um, can I change the subject for a minute? Um, Alan, could you do a, uh, um, a note about Banquet? Remember, uh, we decided last month that because Mother's Day is the 14th and that would be the banquet of books uh, usual day that we would change it to the first Sunday in May Um, if you could um, um, I hope I'm not usurping Bob's authority or whatever but I didn't know if you remembered that change no, I did not. Thank you for reminding me. I'll send out a newswire uh, uh, Monday or Tuesday of next week. That's okay. Uh, well, I usually try to do it four or five days before your banquet, and uh, I'll put a little blurb about we're having it a week early, et cetera, et cetera, because of Mother's Day. Good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, and I appreciate the uh, the authority you give me, Jody. I have none now. I'm, I'm mostly a silent partner. Whatever works, works. And the only thing I might have said is, oh, there's something else, but there isn't. So you're okay. Okay. Um, anything else about uh, Mr. Robottom's book? I just want to thank you, Deb, for clearing up my uh, deja vu effect because Suspect sounded a lot like Shattered. I read Shattered. Bob, I read Shattered several years ago. And when I started Suspect, it sounded like the same book, and I thought, Oh my God! What is this? Is it deja vu all over again? Okay, very good. Well, um, as usual, it, it's, it's now time to um, uh, decide what books we're reading. I have on my um, TBR list uh, a whole bunch of books about a Molly Murphy. And apparently she is supposed to be an Irish immigrant coming to, I guess, New York City or whatever in the late 1800s or early 1900s. And um, she solves the mysteries. And I'm not quite sure what her occupation is or whatever. Um, and don't remember the uh, the blurbs 
But I've been accumulating all these books. Um, I have about six of them on my TBR list. And they're all these Molly Murphy books. And I don't know if it's any good or not. But um, they sound kind of cozy. They don't sound too violent. I don't know. Um, the only other thing I can suggest, but then you guys may not have read all the all the intervening ones, is I'm reading the latest Sharon Newman uh, book. I always enjoy her stuff. Um, it's great stuff. Uh, and I know we've read the first one. Um, what was it? The Woman in the White Cloak or something? Something about a white cloak or a white robe or... But, you know, whatever the heck it was, um, which is absolutely excellent. Um, you know, it's a it's a medieval mystery. And uh, I also have the latest Nevada Bar on my uh, TBR list. But I know you guys want to read the first in a series because, you know, you want to start out with... Um, you know, with the first book, but I figure Nevada Bar is, um, you know, most people have read Nevada Bar, so I don't know. But those are my suggestions. Uh, anybody else got anything they want to suggest we should do for next month? I like the the Molly Murphy ones. It, uh, looks like those are written by Reese Bowen, and isn't she the one that wrote those books about? And I can't remember that character's name. There's a there's a bunch of them. Uh, I think they. He may they take place in Scotland, maybe or something like that. Uh, uh, and there's a whole string of them, and I and I liked all of them. Is that Nevada Bar book the one that was just released like yesterday or the day before? I think it's called High Country. Yes, that's High Country, and it's just on Bard. Um, that's the name of it. Um, yes, it is written by Reese Bowen and. You're talking about the Evans books. It's uh, Evans to Betsy and Good Heavens, uh, Good Evans, Evans, or, or uh, Evanly Choirs and, and uh, uh, all the Evans books. They, are, they were good. I did enjoy those. Um, so I, I was kind of interested in trying her other series. Oh, and I know the the other series I've been chipping away at is the um, the one by Margaret Marin about Sigrid Harold, the uh, the policeman in New York City. Now those are good too. So um, you can take your pick, folks. Um, what uh, what would you like? Well, the Molly whatever her last name is, I can't remember already. Isn't that terrible? Um, that sounds like a good idea to me. I don't think I've read any of that particular series. But there's another series that Reese Bowen wrote called, I think the first one is something like Her Royal Spinus or something like that. And those are actually, I like those even better than I like the Evans books. Um, so I would be very happy to read those. I did read a book, just got through reading a book that I thought was absolutely one of the funniest and best mysteries I've ever read. 
not because it was such an involved plot necessarily, but just because it was so much fun. And the name of it is The Midnight Plan of the Repo Man. So sometime when we want something nice and light, that's probably a good choice for us to read if we haven't all already read it. Oh, my gosh, Deb. Uh, Deb. We read it in Worlds of Books. I missed the meeting, but it, I, you're right. You hit it good. The funniest mystery I've ever read, and it's, it's terrific. Sometime we had to do that. While I'm on, I'm taking an Ann Parsons vacation month next week, next month. That doesn't mean I'll, I'll miss all the book clubs, but I want to read what I want to read, and Nevada Bar's on my list. But whoever, whatever you read, uh, I'm with you in spirit, and I'll be back in June. On, uh, on things because I don't want to come in if I haven't read the book and so forth but uh, that is a funny when Alan hit a home run with that book it's just hysterical yeah Deb uh, my feelings are a bit hurt since we talked about that last Sunday and uh, uh, not very many people were there so we would have liked to have you there because it was excellent it was a great book and I don't take any credit for it Mickey uh, uh, Mickey Prayan is the one that recommended that and it, it, it was it was fantastic and so uh and I will read anything y'all want to read. These uh, these Molly Murphy ones sound good. I, I remember I really loved all those Evans books, but uh, uh, they've got a lot of people, different people narrating them. It looks like, and there's several in the Molly Murphy series. So uh, whatever the group decides, I'll be happy with. Well, the only reason that I didn't, well, I didn't know that it, you all were reading that book. I'm not sure how I ended up with it on my list, even. But I would have loved to have joined you because it was truly an enjoyable book. That is really interesting because I was thinking it was some kind of dark mystery with with uh, vampires or something or or you know some really dark and violent something or other. And and I was thinking I don't think I want to read that. Um, but it sounds like it was funny, uh, so I I may I may read it. All right, um, Alan, if you could do me a big favor and tell me what the first book in the series is, the Molly Murphy, because um, I think there's one that's Molly Murphy one to three. Is it? Um, you know, it's one of these omnibuses things. You don't have to read the other two books in the in the omnibus, but. Uh, I think it's it's one of those. What what have you got there? Well, the the, the first one is called Oh Danny Boy, but I'm gonna tell you the 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 first five are packaged, uh, you know, t- together. But the, the <laughs> I hate to I hate to be negative, but you know we all have our favorite narrators, and the first five are are narrated by Faith Potts, which uh, I'm. I'm Somehow that's leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Trying to remember Faith Potts, I don't think she's one of my favorite narrators. But uh, the the only problem is the the old Danny Boy standalone is it's done by one of the state uh, regionals. Looks like uh, Arizona uh, State Braille and Talking Book Library, and I, I'm not sure who their uh, their narrator is. Somebody called Janet. Pinhorn. So uh, that's that's the that. So uh, let me know if you want me to look anything else up. I think I've read something that was um, produced by the Arizona Library, and and it was really well done. I was impressed, as state library stuff goes. Well, um, 
So is O oh Danny Boy the first one in the series, or is it another book? Which which book is it? O oh Danny Boy is the first one in the series. Okay. Uh, so are we reading O oh Danny Boy? The pipes, the pipes are calling. Uh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> Just ignore me. But uh, uh, does that sound like uh, sound like a good one? Oh, by the way. I do believe uh, the fourth Sunday in May should be the 28th. Is that Memorial Day weekend, and is that all right with everybody? I think it is Memorial Day weekend, but uh, something's happening on the 25th, which is not not a Sunday. I don't remember. Yeah, the fourth Sunday is the 28th, and I, and I'm assuming that that would be uh, it. Memorial Day usually the last the last Monday, or is there? Some other magical thing about Memorial Day. Hang on. I'm looking in my handy-dandy uh, Xavier Society calendar. Hold on. Well, I just asked Siri, and Siri said that Memorial Day weekend starts on May Friday, May 26th. So I guess the 28th is Memorial Day weekend. That's pretty good, Joni. Go, Siri. Go, Siri. Smart move, Joni. Well, I just learned how to text, and I'm like a little kid with my texting now. I love it, and I thought I would hate it. But Joni, you can, uh, oh, text, have you done dictating, where you just get in the in the field and dictate, double tap with two fingers, dictate, and it goes beep, you talk, and then double tap again, and it ends, and it inserts it. No, I do it the easier way, and I just say, Siri, I want to send a message. And she says, who do you want to send it to? And I tell her, and I give her the message. It to be pretty quick, though. And then I do it. And she sends it. And I love it. That's, uh, that's like dictating, too. You're just using Siri as your agent. So it's just... It's- Yep. Uh, according to the Xavier Society packet calendar, the 29th is Memorial Day. So uh, unless everybody has a problem with Memorial Day weekend, we're on the 28th. Is that all right? It's fine with me. Now, who is the author of this book? Reese Bowen. B-O-W-A-N. Uh, she, she's the one that wrote all the Evans books. And I don't have a, a DB number. Uh, Alan, do you have a DB number? And is Alan recording this? I, I hope. Alan seems to be having a problem with his transmit. Oh, dear. That's not a good thing. But he did say that he started the recording, so I... I let... you, you faded out yourself, Ann, here. Okay, I'll let up here. Okay, well, um, if we lost it, we lost it, and there's nothing we can do. Um, I should have started it as well.
as a backup, but I didn't. Lazy me. All right, well, <coughs> just to repeat, uh, we're doing Oh Danny Boy uh, by Reese Bowen, and uh, I don't have a DB number, but I'll get it. And um, we're meeting on Sunday, the 28th of May. By the way, Bowen is, I believe, B-O-W-E-N, and Reese is spelled something totally weird, like R-H-Y-S, I believe. Does it make any difference which narrator we use? Um, I don't see why it would make a difference if somebody would rather use the Arizona narrator. I mean, I don't know, but it's up to, to Anne. Um, but I don't see that it would make that big of a difference. I think Marshall might have feared that they either shortened the book or read part, you know, I don't know, an abridged one or whatever. I don't know any of those narrators, so, and uh, I probably won't read it, but who knows what I'll be doing. Well, sure, and if you can find the same book read by another narrator, it's all the same to me. It, 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 does, it doesn't signify, as they used to say. So, um, all right. Anything else from anybody? Uh, with that, I wish you a very happy May. Uh, good Mother's Day and all that. And... Um, We'll see you on the 28th. And O Danny Boy, is it O period or O H? 